senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. I'm not normally a praying man, but if you're up there, please save me, Superman! Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. Hi, welcome to the Crisis on Infinite Midlives podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Amanda. And uh, this is episode, what is this, 26? Yes. Comic-Con has destroyed most of the frontal lobe of my <laughs> this brain. This is 26. 26. 25 was this morning. Yes, and we have a, uh, a special guest, uh, Los Angeles comic, Garyanna Abeda. Hello. And uh, yeah, she's uh, known you for a long friggin' time. We met oh, at, yeah. was it the Boston Comedy Festival early in the 2000s? It was the Boston Comedy Festival actually did you do the boston comedy festival? i did. I forget if you i, I thought did. you were just around drinking and supporting people weren't you well i'm uh, drinking yes but as a comedian i'm only supporting me at any okay. given time. fair enough no fair I, enough. I was watching other people to make sure i wasn't being lapped but <laughs> no it was uh it's a uh, our our mutual friend tim mcintyre he had the show uh with the geek council and the fights right. and he had me on both of them and so he had me do like 10 minutes in between. So it was just this one show that you also happened to be at. Did you lose ever on the uh, Oh, fights? I got destroyed. But no, you're kidding me. I, I, I won I won more than I lost, but then he put me against Eugene Merman on one of them in his home club. Okay. I mean, yeah, that was uh, that's like a fixed Tyson fight. I, I was <laughs> like fighting molasses. I was fresh meat to make Eugene look good. And I was okay with that, but did you did you ever do the fights, Amanda? I have. Okay, um, how'd you fare? I didn't win. I I seem to recall. I I think the one event that I won was like the of, the offensive sentence portion of the pr- proceedings, because I made some comment about like douching with Stridex or something. It was like a deep down <laughs> clean that cauterized. And the guy had no response. <laughs> but All of this is so inside <laughs> baseball to anybody listening who doesn't know us or wasn't in Boston watching comedy shows in 2002. Uh, yeah, but it, those, are, those are good shows, though. They should know about those shows. Oh, they, the Gay they... Council is way ahead of its time and an amazing show. Oh, yeah. Eugene Merman's really well-known comic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that he took you, though. He's a little dry. Oh, he's a little dry. He's a little dry, and I'm utterly vulgar. But you <laughs> know, it was it was his name. It was his crowd. Which it's an, tough to it's tough to beat someone that's vulgar though in those kind of you know on the fly situations. You you didn't spend nearly as much time at the comedy studio <laughs> and get to know the comedy studio crowd. I always did pretty well there, but it definitely that was Eugene's club. He uh-huh. was the he was the big name. Before he was known nationally, so uh, yeah, there was there wasn't a hope in hell. In fairness, that's kind of like being the best looking girl on a Greyhound bus. Well, <laughs> that's sure true. Sure, you're the best looking <laughs> chick. <laughs> Still the Greyhound bus. Yeah. <laughs> Still the Greyhound bus. That, that, that's assuming you think there's a chick on the other side of that <laughs> hole. <in> the- <laughs> I, uh, I I had some good sets there. I li- I liked that club a lot. Yeah, I no, liked it's- that club a lot. I thought it was really. Uh, they were really nice to me there. I was, I'm not used to that. They were really kind, and I did a few sets. So yeah, I didn't know it as well as other people, but they seemed like real good crowds there to see a, a good, uh, a good comedy show. Oh yeah, Pe- and, uh, people, never- ki- people killed the work there oh. because yeah, they always had a good crowd. Uh, they were generally smart. So if you wanted to go, 
you know, weird or esoteric, they'd be fine with full-on alt comedy. But you, you could go in with just a, a solid set and just be filthy and drunk the way I was, and that would, they were okay with that, too. So, ah. Explain the Scorpion Bowl, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Scorpion Bowl, um, well, the Rick Jenkins, who owns and runs the place, always pointed out that it was big enough like for your face to fit in, and that's how you could tell that they were done. <laughs> Um, my feeling generally was uh, they put these little plastic toys in there, um, which if you're drunk, they're choking hazards. Also, that's how you can tell that you should be done. <laughs> but, Start choking on them? Yeah, yeah. They're, um, they're Hong Kong's revenge against the white man for years of occupation. Fuck <laughs> that's you, That's all they are. <laughs> <laughs> and we've killed Anne already in the show. Oh my, God. my first... First time I was at the club, um, I was there with my sister, and we had a couple of beverages before the show, and then we ordered a scorpion bowl during the show, not knowing any better, and I hadn't even started comedy yet. I was just trying to get a sense of what is this room, what are th- what's the expectation. Um, and then we ordered a second scorpion bowl, and that's when I knew things had slightly gone wrong, because my sister really wanted to get on stage, and it wasn't improv. <laughs> And um, so I, I kind of lost her. We brought the second bowl downstairs, and she disappeared. And I was just cheerfully sipping away and finished it and ordered a third. Um, and there was a, a bouncer who was hitting on me that looked like Sinbad. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, my sister was still gone. And then one of the waitresses came and found me and I was like, I think you need to come to the bathroom right now. And apparently it was like the first time my sister had gotten drunk enough to puke and nobody was there to hold her hair back. And it was before they redid the bathroom. So it was just this filthy, missing tiles, graffiti on the walls. She has sprayed the inside of the stall. <laughs> and and I, I, I cleaned up as best we could and and we left and I... I um, I didn't run out on my bill. They had my, my debit card, but I was so drunk, I, I forgot my debit card. I forgot we had driven there. Um, <laughs> I took a cab all the way back to Waltham. <laughs> well, that's a good part of the story, from what I'm gathering, Rob. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, see, I never had the scorpion bowl because <laughs> I have a testicles and a penis. But, but, uh, Phew, I thought you were saying dignity. <laughs> uh, I've never had that, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I've thrown up in those bathrooms. It's not a problem, but yeah, I've I've seen enough people drink those. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't play pole position, let alone drive home. Yeah, you're a danger to yourself playing Atari. Um, the uh, I, I have two questions, if I may. Sure. The first one: uh, Aren't scorpion bowls like a nine-person serving of a beverage? Like, are in- they a giant, giant thing for like? Nine or twelve people to you, share. You didn't I, spend much time in Boston, did you? No, I no, use scorpion I bowls as yeah. They should be a group activity. Um, <laughs> sometimes, though, your your group goes into the bathroom to puke, and you have to fall on that grenade. Actually, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> you guys drink with people and not in a dark room, just crying. Um, Am I doing something wrong? It's on the day. <laughs> Uh, it is a good visual, though. It is a good visual. No, I, I'm being serious. Like those things are like for nine people, right? Oh yeah, and just you and your sister. You, okay, you not only finished one, which is essentially I don't know. 
It's like a fish aquarium, right? Like if you it's, had a goldfish, it would be the size of. What you could easily in. keep one of those. You could probably keep two of those <laughs> Japanese fighting fish in there. They'd have plenty of real estate to say we're all right, we're fine. We don't, we don't, we can get along. It's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and yeah, I believe they start with a healthy splash of one fifty one, and then add various other rums from there. It's a okay. bottle of pink. It's, they keep it behind the counter. It's it's pink. So it's like a it let's a, it's like a gallon, yeah, of talk. And you guys not only finish it, you and your sister, just the two of you, you nobody else, no. And you <laughs> reordered another one. Well, I think the I think the funny part is that nobody was paying attention <laughs> enough, and and they let me get three of them. <laughs> like I've been in that bar, and I've ordered like my fourth whiskey, and they're like, "You're you're cut off." It's it's whiskey. I'm sipping it. I'm not throwing it at the wall. Three scorpion bowls. <laughs> Fuck. That's crazy. When you order your third scorpion bowl, it's like, okay, Gaijin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I imagine that I, I, I couldn't even, again, yeah, not even one, uh, a, not even close. I'm not sure I Tip could of the do cap. it now. Tip of the cap to you. <laughs> oh, uh, I think you could i was yeah we we, we were a- drinking last night and uh we were talking before we started rolling the, the waitress was shocked by the amount <laughs> she wasn't it was she she literally quit <laughs> she quit she fucking left the earth like she just went she came over and just went Okay, guys, I'm done. And you were just shouting Chardonnay <laughs> at her. She was trying to tell oh, you why they bitch? were they were sending her home. And she's like, I'm going to be going. You're like Chardonnay, Chardonnay. Yeah, things are a little hazy for me at that point. She's, but she's probably hearing it in her dreams, cutting but, herself. Yeah, but it, if you can close a hotel bar during Comic Con. And just horrify the locals. And you are doing really the Lord's doing something work. Right. <laughs> doing Boston that, proud. That's that all I have to say. You that guys. wasn't even our first stop. No. Yeah, we went out to dinner ahead of time. You drank a bottle of sake. I did. And I had at least four or five IPAs before we wound up at the bar. Yeah. Are, are you kidding me? Really? Well, I'm, uh, ooh, I'm not judging. <laughs> yeah. But I had fucking... Judge me all you want. I'm going to fuck what you think. <laughs> if I feel I sad, I'll drink it away. Whatever. Four... Margaritas before I, I ran head head fucking first into you guys. Yeah, I was I slept in today too. Like, I, yeah, I was feeling it this morning, but I just my god, fucking Comic Con, man. Yeah, so it's fucking great. Yeah, keep in mind anything we say about it is filtered through that level of substance <laughs> abuse. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today was a it, it was a little little fuzzy, but uh, and and then. I texted you today. So we still get together at eight. You're like, did I say that? (laughs) Who who is this? How did you get this number? (laughs) How did you get this? And then (laughs) you started texting back Chardonnay. (laughs) Chardonnay at me. Uh, What Comic-Con is this for you guys? Tenth? Ninth. Ninth, yeah. Oh, shit. You guys got ten next year. Yeah. Uh, Assuming we can even get in. Which is always the the okay. problem every year. Go I mean, ahead. I don't know how the hell you do it because yeah, you've come. Have you seen the rack? Have you seen the man eaters? Come on, <laughs> I, I can't unsee they just them. Throw passes at me. <laughs> they literally. I walk around. I'm all right. I got like a dozen. Uh, this year, I got in through a comic book artist. Okay. 
uh, a comic book artist that I know from. I I wish. Oh my god, this is terrible. I should know like her website and stuff. Uh, she's a great artist. Uh, I know that one of her pieces of work recently that I should give her a shout out because she so generously invited me at her desk. Uh, she did some stuff for Little Bub, like the socks that came out oh. and available right now. Those were designed by her, and they're really they're really awesome. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she uh, and um, her boyfriend Gabe are. Uh, I I can't remember. It's uh, the Satanic Raccoon is the name of his uh, penis. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I ruined a plug. I couldn't help it. It was their biggest <laughs> life right. and twice as ugly, and there I swung you know. at it. Did you show you can do it? It was nicely done. I forget the name. It's uh, the it's Satanic Raccoon is the name of the his comic book. I oh, feel okay. terrible about not plugging those guys, but they got they got me in on a pro pass for their, and it's terrible. I know people that have been coming for fifteen years now that uh, haven't been able to get passes. Yeah, and and even when I started coming, which I don't know. I think this might be my fifth or sixth year. How many? How many times? Well, no, I know we met you here the first time in two thousand seven. Okay, so you've got to yeah. be at least at eight. No, because I did skip. I I did. There was some whole. I didn't. I'm on. I'm not consistent. I I think that there were two years I didn't come. Yeah, there was one year I know. Yeah, you. Yeah. You texted me and said, "Can can you just look at the floor? <laughs> yeah. Constantly look at the ground and see if you can find a pass, and I'll be on a train. That's right. But I thought you still came and made it in for a day for that one. But no, I did not, because you didn't look on the floor. I did nothing but look at the floor. You were at the bar shouting Sharda fucking name. <laughs> oh no, that was me. That was me. I have never not found a pass on the floor. I can't believe you're asking me this, but it's true. I've never not found an extra pass on the floor. The only place I crawl close enough to the floor to know what I'm looking at is the men's room and <laughs> trust me you don't want that fucking pass i i've i found uh i found one here one time in the hilton we came to a party for a movie that was coming out we came to the trick-or-treat release party great great film great horror film and they had the party here in this uh establishment that you're staying at okay and we came here and i was coming and there nobody around because they were camping out for hall h then and found a pass on the ground. Like I've, I've always like found. They're flimsy. They are not to get too inside baseball, but uh, they're fucking flimsy. Yeah, yeah, and this year in particular, like they, the, the pass themselves stick out of the stupid envelope. They, yeah, and uh, I'm constantly concerned. We thought about getting some double sided tape just for yeah. insurance. Because yeah, I'm con. Uh, yeah. yeah, I keep tucking it, you know, under my backpack strap or in my shirt whenever we go outside. Because I can picture getting a gust of wind and having a whip around my head and be empty when it comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And uh, that's why I've always just been able, like, I'm seriously, I'm scouring. I got some friends that want to come up for the weekend. I've been looking <laughs> as much as possible, scanning. Some people scan the horizons. I scan the gutters. <laughs> and uh, this is, so far I haven't found one, but usually every year I'll find one. And this, of course, they put your names on them now. Yep. Yep. So I, I, I don't know if I could get away with that now but when of course when they first started they didn't have your names on them and so if you found one yeah you could just use it so uh i know that that year i never made it up and i was really bummed i didn't think i could get the time off and i ended up having a couple of days off and and could have come so yeah i was telling you to scan the gutters for me yeah believe me it, we looked but <laughs> yeah rob look it's angelina jolay no too busy i gotta, I gotta find the best <laughs> 
<laughs> scanning, <laughs> scanning the floor. So yeah, it has probably been. I think this might yeah maybe the sixth one, and it's changed a tremendous amount just in six years. I can't imagine. Oh yeah, what I mean, it has been like for and somebody that's been here ten years. Almost. I mean, our, our first year, it was uh, yeah, it felt like it was overwhelming, but I distinctly remember when Saturday hit, thinking. Oh my God! This is almost untenable, and now every fucking day is like that. Yeah. Today was today was horrible. Because yeah, when we today did today was horrible. Uh, we we recorded uh, a show this morning and said you know it felt a little bit lighter on preview night, and today was like just a Nuts. a tsunami of body odor and frustration <laughs> and milling about aimlessly. Well, I was saying like before we we started the show, um, we came back from lunch. We came up around the tin fish. And then just got bottlenecked because there was just a mass of people trying to get across the street to the convention center. And concurrently, people coming from the convention center to Gaslamp. And a, a, a group had actually gotten trapped between uh, the railroad things Holy that came shit. down. And, and it, there was this frantic mass of trying to get people up on sidewalks. Um, and and we, we were stuck like that for a while. And then... Um, when it seemed like we couldn't take it any longer, some woman off to the side of me started screaming that her water had broken <laughs> in, in hopes that, that somebody would take pity on her and let her cross the street. And she was fucking lying. <laughs> Wasn't even pregnant. No. Actually, never even had had sex. Yeah, Not even she, once. She, it, was, it, was, it was just sort of a, an improv right now kind of thing, falling back in some stranger's arms. My water is broken. And she was screaming. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like looking at her. I'm like, really? No, okay. All right, now you're fine. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, fall back in somebody's arms for, for trust. That's where you get your badge. Somebody falls down. <laughs> They're meat for the beast. You strip them before they hit the Well, dirt. yeah, it's like today we were crossing the street, and some dude was coming up on a skateboard and somehow managed to lose control of his skateboard. And I kind of jumped over it, and, and you ignored it, Rob, and it went out into the street, and you're like, oh, I should have stopped that. And in my mind, I'm like, nah, that dude was trying to trip us up. He would have been like, oh, here, let me help you. And then, like, something's missing. At, like, <laughs> at what point did you think that wasn't going to break bad? There was 175,000 people here. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on a skateboard. That is, like, literally the worst combination of things. Like, I would have looked at that and instantly known yeah, like, this that is this is going to break bad. That's yeah. just... It's, it could be worse. It's a Segway. <laughs> Runaway Segway. Oh, no. I can't lean. I've been immobilized. A lot of that. A lot of that going on in the con. I, a highly unexercised group of people. Yes. Oh, God. Really expecting uh, them to make a, tr a track that uh, I think most fit people would go, Woo, I'm feeling it in my calves today. Yeah, my favorite part is coming out onto the um, coming off of the floor onto the area that's the reception between the doors and the floor, and there are clearly marked signs that say, you know, per order of fire marshal, no standing, no sitting, and there are people just passed out around <laughs> on the floor right under the sign, like, yeah, fuck you, man. Yeah, just <laughs> like, psychologically <I'm> <laughs> beaten, physically can't move. Yeah, it, it, yeah. The, we're talking about the con coma, yeah. and it hits everybody who's unprepared. It's a, I'm just gonna walk the floor all day, Pasty. and what you wind up doing is stutter stepping, like you're trying not to attract a fucking sandworm. That's tiring. <laughs> it is, and, and, it, and a pasty, you know, couples that have 
managed to make the pilgrimage together, spooning one with their head gently on a Yoda backpack, <laughs> drooling just a little. And and <laughs> they need to be it. separated with industrial solvent because the sweat has <laughs> fused them like, I don't know, some terrible human centipede. Human centipede. <laughs> oh, speaking of human centipede. Oh, that's a segue Hall that always leads H. somewhere good. <laughs> Hall H, I oh, saw... God. Uh, the trailer today, for the first time ever, the world premiere of it, of uh, Tusk, the oh. new Kevin Smith film. Have you guys heard about that? Uh, I have heard of it, but I don't know anything really oh about my it. God. I, I know very. I know the idea came from his podcast. Right, he talked about that. Yeah, he talked about that in the in the uh, Q and A. Yeah, it's uh, Kevin Smith. I loved Kevin Smith. Yeah, I'm Generation X, so in the '90s, yeah, the entire. Uh, view a universe i friggin loved it and th- there was just sort of a point and i believe it coincided with his smoking pot it's the only thing i can think of it just it seems like he did zach and miri and then cop out and got bad reviews on him and he just sort of went off the rails and now he's just doing this weird stuff that it just it doesn't appeal to me as much it's weird because the one thing i wanted to see in that first comic-con <laughs> was I think that was the first year he was like the Hall H Friday or Saturday. And he was just late and late. And at the time, I smoked two packs a day. <laughs> and after what, finally, <laughs> they sent out somebody from Clerks, too, because that's when that was coming out. And it's yeah. like, oh, Kevin won't be here until lit. I, I threw both middle fingers in the air. I'm like, fuck Kevin Smith. <laughs> I nice. never went back, and I've never tried to get back in again. He's talked about that. He got stuck in traffic. I remember hearing about that. Yep. Yeah. It, he got really bad traffic, which I, I don't know why he wasn't already here. He just lives in Los Angeles. But because he got high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Hopefully not when he was driving. But, One uh, would hope. Yeah, it's like a human centipede. It's crazy. Like, you wouldn't expect it from him. And it's totally nuts. Like, it's totally nuts. It's well, it, literally about a guy that turns another guy into a walrus. Like, with, like, hacking parts like off of him and sewing. With science. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Taxidermy. Yeah. So it's for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's for the kids. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. Like, this trailer was crazy. It is. It's like human centipede. Oh, my God. Well, And Haley Joel Osment, making it weirder, Haley Joel Osment is in it. Oh, okay. Well, With really close set eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that child has matured wrong. He, he's got really close set eyes. That's just unsettling. That shit is unsettling when you see somebody that's got, like, really close set eyes. It's like a... It's like a Tim Burton stash. <laughs> so, yeah, it makes him beady and weird. And the first question somebody asked them, they were like, hey, where have you been? <laughs> like, it's his choice to not. <laughs> nobody's casting the beady-eyed kind of pie-faced guy. Well, now, I, I, I got somebody to cover for me at the bus station men's room, so <laughs> I figured I'd just be in a movie. And But, um... Yeah, Justin Long gets turned into a walrus. So yeah, it's like the only way to describe it. It's like it's a really dark, like human centipede type film. That's messed up. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird that he would do something like that. And he talked about the whole process. And you're exactly right. It was like 
I think he mentioned it. It was like uh, his podcast, like 290. And I guess they had read some guy on the internet had put out an ad. He was looking for somebody uh, and offering them free room and board. and it, But they would have to dress like a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Just dress like a walrus. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was like what the ad said. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I, and he just went from there, kind of became obsessed with the idea and then ended up writing the movie and was literally shooting it like less than six months later. I you know, see, I, I think that this could be a good thing. I, I enjoyed Red State a lot. I thought they did a nice job with that. Yeah. And Michael Parks is an amazing actor. Yeah. So uh, it could work out pretty well and not just be, you know, weird. Oh, it, how can it not be <laughs> weird? Oh, no. I, yeah, I think it's, <laughs> it's going to be really fucking weird. I don't no, know what you're I talking mean, about. I mean, there's just, you know, weird and then there's like weird, but it works out well and it's creepy and it's, it's the whole package. See, there's, I've never seen Human Centipede because I have a feeling that whatever horror factor is in there is not enough to get past the weird like I can't drink enough to watch that movie. I, I the horror factor is shit in the mouth. Believe me, I can get that on the internet. <laughs> why? Why would you? Why? <laughs> why though? Just so, so throwing that out. Why? I, I I would not. That's why I haven't seen Human oh. Centipede. All right, you got your computer a... right there. Let's bring up the Google history then. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying it's right there. It's at your left arm. Google history. <laughs> let's just, come on, let's take a peek. Look, just because That's it's all. at my left arm, it's not because I'm doing stuff with my right arm. What the fuck are you implying? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> the computer's right there. It's a, it's a couple clicks away from us knowing. It's That's all? That's all? <laughs> But uh, and you, Scorpion Boil Girl, um, I, uh, <laughs> Human Centipede, d- it is disturbing. Uh, and I'm actually hoping that Tusk is like the same way. I, I, re- I really am. I'm a big fan of a few of Kevin Smith's films, but I am passionate about the ones I like. I really, really like Clerks a lot. And yeah. I really love Crazy Chasing Amy. I think Chasing Amy is an amazing film. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I think it's an, I think it's his best film by far. And I really do think Clerks is is funny, and it actually holds up after quite a few years. And um, every time I run into him, like around town, he's one of those people in Los Angeles, like that you just see him a lot. Mm. Like he's very out. He's very accessible. I literally just saw him like three or four days ago in the grocery store with his wife. And he's always pleasant, always has time for fans, and is just a really nice guy. Now, night he's fucking baked. <laughs> I didn't know that like until I was like, oh, he's always so friendly. And then I found out that guy smokes more pot than a troop of Rastafarians. Like, he's just fucking baked all the time. Oh, yeah, and he's been pretty open about it. it yeah. Was, oh, yeah. I think it was Cop Out that finally did it to him, where yeah. they just raked him over the coals, and he was like, I'm just trying to do, like, a Beverly Hills Cop stupid buddy cop movie. Yeah, like he the, was... Yeah, yeah, that and that was a big, bad film. I mean, that film is not good. Uh, yeah, it's a... It's not good. And, and that's kind of when I started to tune out on him, because that was also the time where... Yeah, I give him credit. Shit, we're doing a podcast. He turned it into a fucking empire. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's good. It's good. It's funny. His podcast is funny. I would listen to it. It's very... Him and Scott Mosier are like 
amazing on it. I think I think it's a really funny. But uh, he was talking about Cop Out. I, d- I know that he had a lot of problems with Bruce Willis. Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, but I didn't realize. He said that Bruce Willis, like, fucking tried to punch him and shit, like, tonight. It was pretty crazy. Wow. Uh, I like, didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, but. yeah. Like, I, it's, like, kind of slowly coming out because he didn't talk about it for a long time. But somebody asked him, some kid, actually, some 14-year-old kid, which you're a terrible fucking parent. <laughs> Do you bring him to Kevin Fourteen-year-old kid, and then I'm thinking to myself, like, ah, that's that's like a. Turns out somebody brought their nine-year-old to Jeez. the to the thing and was asking Kevin Smith questions, <laughs> and he, he can't not he can't not pepper his like language with with f bombs and like yeah. he tried to. Literally tried to turn it off while talking to her, but couldn't, which is why it was funny. Yeah. But who does that? Who takes her? I mean. Well, it's a, you work as a projectionist. When, sure. when you run you know, the hardcore R-rated, how often do people bring their kids into those? You know, in Los Angeles, not very. Okay. Not very. It's not, it's not as prevalent when uh, the theaters in Los Angeles will charge you. To bring a kid, and they charge you the adult price. Okay. Yeah, yeah. which I ag- agree with. Like, if it's, like, there is a child's price, but that applies to ones that are, are not little. Like, if your kid's below four, they charge you the adult price in order to encourage you yeah. to <laughs> not bring your children. But I, I I understand taking kids to Comic-Con, although I just, I can't imagine. I can't, I can't imagine. Well, it's particularly, it's the last panel of the day. The kids have to be fucking exhausted. exhausted. Yeah. Well, exhausted. I'm ready to burst into sniveling fucking tears okay. by about 6 o'clock every day. Let's back that up for a second. That means that that parent sat or slept near that child in a line, potentially, overnight to get in. Yeah. Hey, kids, let's go camping. That's what we're doing on this vacation. <laughs> <laughs> this, the, 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 yeah, there'll be a tent. <laughs> lot of families telling we were talking about that earlier too there's the part over like nerd hq everybody can just you don't need a pass to do any of the things over at nerd hq there's a lot more stuff off site now for comic-con than i think has ever been oh there's a ton of stuff to do yeah you could come not get a pass like let's just say god forbid you were able to get a pass for like three days rather than four you would have no problem on that one day, right. just not being able to actually go into the con. You would still there would be plenty. Oh yeah, Amanda and I have talked about it, and as long as we can get Thursday and Sunday, two days is all it's going to take for us. You know, yeah, we can find stuff to do on Friday and Saturday because there's just shit everywhere. So Sundry much. has something going on. There's always one or two, yeah, little mini cons. Uh, Jimmy Palmiotti yeah. and Amanda Connor. Uh, set up something like a bowling alley last year. I'm yeah. not sure if that's still going on I this year. I don't know if that's happening this but year. Where you go just, yeah, meet and hang out with artists and writers. And, and yeah, now Petco, there's stuff all day. Doesn't yeah, the whole Walking Dead thing is over there. Yeah, yeah, and Nerdist has something going on. And, yeah, the Nerd HQ. So there's plenty of geek-related shit to do that costs you as much or as little as you want. Or nothing. I yeah. was over there today, and there was like there wasn't a lot of people with passes or... Laminate a lot of Mexican f- 
families with their kids, <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm convinced they were telling those kids it was Disneyland. <laughs> well, there w- I, I said this before. There, there was a bouncy house. <laughs> there, there is a bouncy castle. <laughs> And I think they were telling their kids it was Disneyland, and now you've pointed <laughs> out. I think some people are like, "No, this is this is Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, this is Yellowstone. We're camping in Glacier National Park, kids. It's not. Uh, yeah. No, we're not just sleeping on a lawn next. <laughs> and there was literally, I, I was going to see you guys. There was like a three hundred and fifty pound guy sleeping on a pool floaty. <laughs> in the line not not an air mattress i've seen an air mattress i've seen one i've been to a walmart he was on a motherfucking pool floaty and just like pants undone and just i'm like are you fucking kidding me i, I could just picture this fat fuck going oh, oh, oh. Uh, left arm numb <laughs> Daddy, is that Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I started charging kids a nickel to touch him. I don't, no pride. No pride right here. The nickel to poke him with a stick. <laughs> Here's a stick, little man. Just start jabbing at him. He can't hurt us. Look at him flailing his arms. What do you think he's going to do? He can't get up. Look, he's, he, he's at the point of the obesity where his arms have gone T-Rex. He can't get at Oh, you. yeah. <laughs> Please give me back my dignity. Yes, and you tell me where you left it, fuckhead. And uh, I, the camping thing is, uh, for whole H, is what we're talking about, which is, uh, I guess we should tell people that haven't come. It is the largest venue. Yes. And Comic-Con. It seats like, what, 6,500 people, I think? Something like that. Yeah, 6,500 people. It's the place where, historically, the movies, and now the movies and the biggest TV, Walking Dead has the panel there. And, and Game, of, Game Thrones of Thrones has the panel today. there. Yeah. And, and over the past two to three years, I would say, you agree with that? Like two to three years? Probably mm-hmm. Twilight is when it started to become untenable. And yeah. that's when the camping out. So people started camping rather than just they would show up early if it was a big panel. People would get up, start showing up at like four or five. Well, now we're sitting here. It's it's uh, nine thirty. And I walked over here past the Hall H line. There's probably two thousand people already sleeping oh, out there at nine thirty because tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's uh, Batman, Batman Superman, Superman, Dawn uh, of Justice. And that panel is like in the middle of the day, isn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And Marvel Studios is late. That's like 5 o'clock. Okay, so, so it would so be... So the, the big ones, yeah, you got to sit through a bunch of stuff. Because the other thing is they don't clear the room. No. They let people in till capacity, and then it's one in, one out. And you can stay there all day long if you want to. It's the same thing with all the panels at Comic-Con. So, yeah, yeah. particularly with Hall H, that there are people who come to the convention to do that. And that's fine if that's what you want your convention to be. We have, Amanda and I have historically gone to the smaller panels because that's, you know, we're here for the comic books mostly. Right. But, yeah, the first year, like I said, we tried to see Kevin Smith, and he was like the second or third of the day. And we just figured, all right, you know, just to be on the safe side because, you know, we hear people talking about Hall H, we'll go in for the panel ahead of time. And we were able to just walk in, and that was Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez for Grindhouse. And we could just walk in. And the next year, I don't think we even tried to get in because by that point, the lines were really big and say we don't want to 
deal with it. The last time we were in Hall H was 2009. Jesus. And it was because yeah. it was for Watchmen, yeah. and we just happened to be walking past Hall H, and we'd been coming here long enough to smell the stink of fear on an inexperienced line attendant. Yep. He'd allowed a gap <laughs> to grow big enough in the line where someone could conceivably wander in, cutting off at least 7,500 people with enough plausible deniability, say this couple could not get their asses kicked. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just, just managed sort of to in. shoot the gap and <laughs> managed to get in for that. And that's the last time we even tried it. Yeah. But even then, it wasn't people weren't camping out. It was just an all day thing. Yeah, yeah. That's it, it, it's definitely extended. And then to today, um, I when I went, I can't. It was like four o'clock. I think I went over there. It was like four o'clock, and there were people that had camped out and hadn't got in yet. Holy like shit. This guy, not a he was a nice line attendant, unlike your your guy. It was that must have been amazing to watch the Watchmen panel though. It was. Oh, like it that. Was. I mean, that must have been amazing to see that. Oh yeah, cuz that's been one of my favorite comics since it came out. Yeah, so I was so good. And I'll still stand by that movie. It's sort of gotten a bad rap over the oh, years. I think it's as, great. But, you know, it, it's as solid a job I think as you can do with that movie without turning it into a 10-hour Terry Gilliam epic. Right. It hits all the main notes. You know, the squid thing, you know, yeah, who really gives a shit? It's the the point is a massive accident to there are what seems to be an, an alien invasion to get the world to unite around. It might as well be, yeah, a Dr. Manhattan nuclear. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I loved it. I loved it. That must have been incredible, though, to be there with all those. There's nothing like being in Hall H, though. For like some of those big moments, like I, yeah. I mean, I, I, it is a shame now that it's changed. I got into the Kevin Smith thing today. So what I think is sad is that I went there at four, and and the guy just looked at me and points to this family and was like, they've been here since like seven, eight a.m. Oh my god! And they weren't even close. Like they weren't even close to getting to the entrance. And I asked them to double check. I'm like, are you sure? I'm not doubting, but you... And he was like, ask them. And I talked to them, and really nice people. They're like, yeah. We, and so I we like, I was like, okay, well, I just, I'm not going to... I'm obviously not going to get in. Like, they've been here that long. Yeah. I'm not going to get in. So I went, and uh, we went up to have some lunch. And then we, we came back, and uh, they, I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to check. I'm going to walk over. I had promised I would get I walked over and walked right on in. And so those people that had been camping out literally got in to at the same panel I got into. Well, it's, this year they have some kind of wristband, wristband system. Yeah. yeah which yeah. I I didn't we had no intention of really going to Hall H, so we didn't familiarize ourselves with it. So right. how did that work? Color and, and how did you get around it? <laughs> yeah, they're giving out color-coded wristbands. And my understanding of it is they'll, they're they're giving them to the people that camp out. And uh, the reason that they were actually doing that is this gentleman, who was a very nice guy. He was a real nice guy. I, I can't imagine the patience. Would like Because that it takes to work at Comic-Con. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there are some... 
really high on the spectrum people <laughs> here. Like that guy sleeping on the pool. What I'm trying to say is if you're thinking of coming, know that that guy that's going to be sitting next to you. He's between you and what you want yeah, at all times. That 300-pound yeah. guy who under the best of circumstances with water and showers available <laughs> is normally pretty hideous. Yeah. That guy's been sleeping on a pool floating <laughs> for 14 hours in the sun just baking <laughs> In his own juices. Yep. That's the guy that's going to sit right next to you Marinating. or be asking questions or, uh, uh, oh, oh, my God. It, it's just horrifying to think the people that have to work here, the patience that they must have. But this guy was an absolute sweetheart. And he was telling me that uh, people were cutting in line when people were asleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I asked him, I go, I just don't think this wristband thing is fair. And he goes, we had to do something. Like, people were in line, and they were literally all night on their pool floaty. And then they would wake (laughs) up in the morning, and there would be all these people in front of them because people were cutting. They would just, yeah, they would. (laughs) Pulling the floaty. (laughs) Pulling the floaty back. Picturing these people in the night. I can't imagine the sheer. Can't Get the lard the under him. <laughs> I don't know where the lard starts and he stops. <laughs> how much how much torque is your truck capable of? <laughs> how much torque do you think your truck Shh, don't talk so loud. I'm picturing a whole caper with a tarp and like <laughs> baby oil and just <laughs> sliding him slowly back. Um Ocean's yeah. eleven hundred pounds. <laughs> Why am I in back of the Hilton? I I was at the front of the line. <laughs> what the hell happened? Um, yeah, they they. So uh, I walked in and I was like, I felt terrible for the people that had been there since like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. They got in exactly to the same panel <laughs> I did. Back to that point, I was that poor things, poor things, and that's your whole day. Yeah. That's your whole day. You're paying, and not only are you, not only are you camping out, telling your kids you're at Yellowstone, <laughs> sleeping next to a three hundred pound guy in a floaty. <laughs> you have paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a pass is really expensive now. And the, I'm not sure what the solution even could be because every year, you know, the, the same pack of geniuses come out and think they've. You know, figured it out. You know, I've figured out Hall H, and you might as well redefine Pi while you're at it and pick up your fucking Nobel Prize. <laughs> everybody says, oh, just sell Hall H tickets. Well, then it's going to be just as much of an internet apocalypse getting Hall H tickets as it is anything else. You know, clear the room in between. It, it, the traffic is bad enough without arbitrarily pulling the trigger every 60 minutes and unleashing 6,500 people I just onto yeah. the goddamn sidewalk. I can't even imagine trying to unseat that many people successfully. I mean, a couple of years back, a dude got stabbed with a pen over tensions around seats. In, yeah. in I, was, I was there for that. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I saw that happen. That was awesome. Oh, that yeah, was when awesome. We, when we heard about it, the Speaking first thing we said spectrum. was, oh, Christ, Anne finally did it. She couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> she put the shiv to some poor son of a bitch. <laughs> Why has it got to be a shiv? That's racist. <laughs> My I'm just saying you seem good with your hands. <laughs> You're craftsmanlike. My people, we are good people. And uh, even though we're taking our kids to Nerd <laughs> HQ, telling them it's Disneyland, we are proud and beautiful culture. 
yeah, I was actually there for that. Uh, that was one of the... I was just camped out. I was actually... I went in. It was probably the last year that you could just go stand in line and get in about two panels before, which is... Sounds like a lot now. Would be fucking heaven if that was the case today. Yeah. So yeah. I had gotten in line um, a good couple of hours uh, before because I knew the Avengers was coming up. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'd wanted to. I was there for that big uh, moment. And uh, the stabbing happened during Paul. Yeah, it was Paul. <coughs> the Paul panel. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Which I didn't <laughs> like. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like it. And it, I'm sure they thought it was going to be huge because... Showing that trailer to a Comic Con crowd, that movie should have been great. And I love Simon Pegg and I love Nick Frost, but I, I felt that was a, a, a big miss. It, I, I watched it on cable some Saturday morning, and it was a good movie for that. Cable, yeah. yeah. Waking it, I'm up. I'm hungover. Yeah. There's, I don't have to pay for it. It's amusing enough for what I'm paying for. You can't, you can't yeah. reach the remote. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. That is like, but yeah, I was, I was disappointed, um, especially because seeing that. It really played well. It really played well in Hall H because, I mean, they were literally, well, they weren't here at this Comic-Con. They talked about that because it was just, it's too expensive. People can't film here because it's, just, it's yeah. too expensive. Yeah. And there's too many people. 175,000 people a day. We have no idea how many pool floaties are there. <laughs> <laughs> we got no accurate count on the pool floaty to people <laughs> ratio. I think I'm happier not knowing, honestly. Yeah, it's so hard to tell when they're under the people. <laughs> yeah, how many are lost to terrible wedgie accidents that aren't noticed until they're threading the colostomy five years later? Oh, I wonder what it smelled like. I, I don't. That I, <laughs> oh, I bet that pool floaty was fucking hideous. <laughs> like the next morning. That pool floaty gained sentience probably an hour or so after and was just wandering around. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me. It, ga- it gained sentience and wanted to die. I'm not even joking, man. Can you imagine? I bet there was stuff on it. Like, there shouldn't be stuff on it when you're done sleeping on it. Like, I bet you could scrape, like, a jelly-like, <laughs> like, substance. You know what I mean? Like, off D- of Some that. horrible industrial substance <sighs> mixed with Cheeto crumbs. Uh, and that's like those housebound fat people that you read about uh, that um, they come in, like the paramedics come in, they've been on the couch for so long, they have, they have fused oh. the couch <laughs> and, and have to be cut out of the couch. Like this dude, by the time you get to the front of the line, probably had to be cut out of the pool floaty. <laughs> like, I had to be here because I'm a geek. <laughs> Literally biting the heads off of chickens does not count in this environment, sir. Oh man! No, I and so now you get a wristband when you camp out because they're trying to keep, and then that gives you, like, when they start the line back up, you can go in with the wristband and the different colors or the different times, so you can actually, you, you know, if you actually are out there and camp out, Hall H is going to kind of be your bitch that day. So, but for the rest yeah. of the people, it's. it's- literally your whole day you're not going to be able to go onto the floor you're not going to be able to it's just you're going to be standing in the heat and that just it doesn't nah it's not pleasant they've got to do something to fix it well it's one of those things there are 
and Amanda and I have talked about this, there are really so many conventions going on at once. If if that's what you want, if being in the same room as these celebrities and seeing 30 seconds of exclusive footage, that'll be on YouTube by tomorrow. If you really hunt around, it could be quick enough. Let's see. Let's look at your history. <laughs> Bring it up. I just want to see. Maybe you were just looking at YouTube videos. <laughs> Uh, the, the word. I was looking at cat videos. <laughs> That's you not... actually literally woo watching cat <laughs> yeah, videos. Yeah, just keeping an eye on our poor <laughs> fucking cat What'd and you jerking off. Vacation? Wait a minute, I what? <laughs> but uh. Yeah, there's so many. Con- if that's what you want to do, then stand in the line. More power to you. Wait, it- jerk off to cat videos? I don't understand. Where did you shift? Uh, it's Somebody hard to tell back Kevin to- Smith about this. I was this. back to the Hall H line. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Wait, the 300 pound guy with the pool floaty? You want to jerk off to that? Yeah. What happened? All where right. Did this go Somehow from? a plan is formulating where I grab a cat and get- go to the Hall H line and jerk off while giggling. I'm. I don't have all the the kinks worked out, but there's a master grift in there somewhere. That'll get you to the front of the line. It will. <laughs> That's have, true. I'll have wristbands, bracelets, handcuffs. I'll have something on my wrist. But, <laughs> but uh, no, it's a, there are so many conventions going on. If if that's your thing. You know, more power to you. You need to understand that's what it is, and that's what you're here to do. It doesn't appeal to me partially for the same reason that. Arena rock doesn't appeal to me. It's kind of neat to go see the Rolling Stones, but I've seen the Rolling Stones at Foxborough Stadium, and it's what you find yourself is, yep, okay, I see Keith Richards on the TV screen. Now let me look down. Okay, that guy, that guy's in a black shirt. That that must be Keith Richards. <laughs> yeah. You know, so to say, oh, I'm in the same room as Robert Downey Jr., you know, it doesn't fucking mean anything. It's not like he and I are going out for a beer afterwards. That, it would only that would be knock him off the wagon. You don't want to do that. Yeah, it's, but I'm really good at hard. it with people who are not in the entertainment industry. I think I may have a niche. <laughs> it's just being the excuse, like an affirmative legal defense. And I was with, was was with Reuter. It's his fault. But it's it's just monetizing it that's going to be the problem. I see. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, all. It's a skill for sure. I just don't understand how you would monetize. Yeah, it. there's the whole question mark line before the profit that I don't have worked out yet. <laughs> But yeah. I'm going places with this. I, I, I'm just saying, it is a skill. You should be right to be proud of it. Yeah. I got it. No, 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 no. All right, we'll get you business cards and a T-shirt. Rob Reuter, unsober companion. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I got to say, I like it. That, that works. It's like, put that fucking cup of coffee down. What's wrong? Irish shit, you <laughs> pile of shit. Irish shit. We're going to the strip club. <laughs> Irish shit as a verb <laughs> to put... More in your hey, drink. We're my fucking people are proud too. <laughs> oh, they're a beautiful culture. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I see them a lot because I'm scanning the floors. That's where we usually <laughs> are. Passes and whatnot. We we and are. They're down there a lot. We you are know. all beautiful people. At least we are in the condition that we're in. <laughs> we have a particular set of goggles that help us. Oh my god, that poor waitress last night. Traumatized. <laughs> Traumatized by the people from Boston. <laughs> I tried to kill him, but they won't die. <laughs> Set him on fire. Do not get a flame anywhere near that table. That's just it. I think if they had put us closer to the, the giant sterno flame, I would have been done sooner because that gets hot. That shit gets hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it was a nice night out tonight. I don't think it's going to be as nice out tonight. Wait, yeah. what? 
<laughs> well, well it's a nice night last night. Did I say that right? It was a <laughs> nice night last night. I don't think it's going to be as nice out tonight. Is is that right? There we go. Yeah. I got it. That That's the funny thing, being from <laughs> New England. It's uh, You were talking earlier. It's like, oh, it was muggy and humid Ugh. like a scrotum. I think it hit 68% humidity today. You know, That's a lot. We flew out. Just before a 95 degree, 115 percent super saturated, we get we, we don't we ain't got a dry heat in Boston. We watched yeah. the World Cup down in Brazil from our couch going, yeah, that level of humidity, it kind of makes it feel like virtual reality TV. <laughs> like yeah. You just open the window like in solidarity, my brothers. Like It's just a uh, 115 percent humidity. It's that's exaggerating a bit. We regularly have. 90 95 100 humidity in the summer and yeah. how hot was it it gets into the 90s for at least a couple of weeks during during july because yeah. oh. it, it's uh, this past wednesday it's the last day of the weather i paid any attention to it, and it was only 68 today i'm telling you i was getting ready to start selling whitewater rafting trips down the crack of my ass <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not joking it was uh yeah it was the bridge over river Kwai down there i was it's holy fuckoli. It, it certainly was not as comfortable as it usually is when we come here. Yeah. But every every time we come here, there's one day where there's at least some humidity, and you can always tell the West Coast locals because they're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, Dude. "You went jogging in that?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I go jogging? I wore boxers. <laughs> Butch up. That's what it was for, Anne. That's what it was for. Batman days. So they oh were, they were the Batman boxers. You'll be screaming Chardonnay. <laughs> oh my god! Can I get you so some funny. Chardonnay? I got a box over there. <laughs> box. Oh my god! It was like I forgot. I was like I used the bathroom before we start. There's literally a beer bucket in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, all, right. all right. So that's the difference between the waitress who was not prepared for our greatness um, and wanted to try to figure out a way to 86 us and actually drinking at the bar where they expect this kind of behavior. They offered us a beer bucket <laughs> just for our troubles to take with us. Yeah. You, you just said our greatness and I flashed onto Hannibal. This is my design. <laughs> Take this. You need it more than we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're we're an establishment, and we actually have people. <laughs> You'll need this clearly more than the others. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! That is so our greatness. Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, I've never seen fear in a waitress's <laughs> eyes like that. And I've mentioned I'm Mexican. I we we walk in. They are like, how many kids you got? Holy. <laughs> Uh, that that was uh, yeah. What? Do you, why do you have? Why did you bring? What is the beer bucket doing in the bathroom? It's have you the actual ice bucket? Did you also notice the actual beer in the bathroom? I did. <laughs> I actually did. The and a- I was gonna. I wasn't gonna bring it up because it was Coors Light, well, and I know you guys kind of got a rep. Well, it's uh, the well, Coors. Sometimes you want. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, the, the Coors Light <laughs> is for we go out drinking, and that's sort of the wind down for okay. Let's slowly bring our levels to a point where. It's just a nice sleep, and I don't wake up with somebody shouting clear. So, 
just a, it's just a good mellowing out couple beers watching TV before bed. It's a, I'll probably wind up leaving half of those there because it, we go out and get hammered. It's but, a gift for the staff. But yeah, when it comes to I need to cool three or four beers, those stupid ice buckets they give you, oh, they're fine for a nice classy half split of champagne. But if you need to get a reasonable amount of alcoholic fluid into your head at a good temperature, you got to go to the ice machine at the end of the hall four times, fill up the sink. Now the sink's not you know finished, so when you puke, what do you wash your face on? It's you got to plan these. So yeah, have a nice bucket. And you get just... three or four beers in there. Did you uh, now? Did you? Who gave you the bucket? Here the, the, they did. The bartender down at the bar. At this bar. Okay. Yeah. I was just making sure you weren't traveling with the beer bucket. No. <laughs> I might try that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> you seemed very passionate they, about it. It's well. It was a genius idea when they offered it. The, Amanda's. You tried in, to wave him off. Oh no no like, no no no. You just, yeah. You swore it. Yeah. No. We we can use this. <laughs> This is important. <laughs> this means something. Because you know, my other thought too is, you know, it's very hard to keep your beer cold when you're when you're trying to have shower beer. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, if you have the bucket and you fill it with ice, and then it's you can balance it on the toilet seat, then you can just sort of keep the beer cold in the bucket, ready. Uh- I would like everyone to listen very carefully <laughs> to this because when I'm found with my head split open in the shower. It isn't because of an engineering feat. This is a very detailed Rube Goldbergian attempted murder Amanda's discussing. This yeah, might be a confession. <laughs> and this is my design. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I'm going to have you guys sign that beer bucket, and I'm taking it back to Los Angeles. Do that. You guys are going to autograph that beer bucket for me. All right. I'm, they are not going to get that back. I'm telling you that right now. That's... They are not getting the beer bucket back. You can have it. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> We're in the final stages of fatigue hysteria. Uh, but point. I think what's funny is uh, I'm listening to you guys, and I'm going like, holy shit, he's right. We've been having so much fun every time we're in a hotel, because we do, we end up filling up the sink. Yeah. With the, w- like, we've done that. We picked up uh, ballast, uh, a sixer of ballast. Which yeah. that weird dude from Ocean Beach that was waiting in line. <laughs> That came over to drink a, the the beer who was talking to us. Oh, yeah. That weird dude. Do you remember that at all? I remember that. Um, Jesus Christ, Rob. I think you were in a black. Yeah, that's possible. I had drifted into black. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember it. I'm like, that guy seems awful friendly. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, ballast. And he was telling us your streets were made from the rocks in Boston. He was like, you're... Your yeah. streets were made from our stones and ballast. It was oh, shit, I the remember this. first brewery in America. And Rob just stared at it. <laughs> <laughs> and Amanda just went, Chardonnay! <laughs> she just yelled Chardonnay at the man. Like, everyone. Was everyone I, was did I snap at him? <laughs> Chardonnay. Uh, yeah, I'm sober right dude. now. I don't know how to respond to that. We yeah. You built your city on our ballast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have no idea what the fucking guy was talking about either. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. That I built- think he offered to let us drink bourbon out of his pocket, though. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm camping out. My <laughs> wife, she never wants to do anything. Want to hit a bourbon out of my pocket? <laughs> I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Thanks. No, it's, it's got an interesting long chain monomer tank from a pool floaty. <laughs> Please speak to me. I'm so fucking lonely. <laughs> oh, my God. And 
Rocket. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to try uh, Ballast, so we got a six or a Ballast, and everything you said is true. I wish I could go. I wish I didn't know this, because now I'm like, I may have to go to a meeting, you motherfucker. <laughs> because, like, everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what happens. Like, a beer bucket is going, what is happening? Yeah, no, it's, it's a wise choice. Even yeah. I didn't believe it, but it, Amanda... We've, we, this is why Amanda is in charge when the zombie apocalypse happens, because I've always said when that hits, uh, just put me on the front step because I'm going to be useless because I'll just be hammered and I can't drive us away. It was it was a bucket and a walrus on the Internet suggested that it was a good thing to have a bucket. So, <laughs> And now we're at the heart of the matter. And uh, we fill Yeah, we filled up the sink. Yeah. And put the ballast and then and then because uh, I'm saying like, everybody like just piles like puppies into hotel rooms for this thing yep. for comic-con i mean it's just like uh jen was telling us like they had 12 people at the motel six jeez oh, the oh my God. first year she was here like a bunch of people she had met off the internet and they just piled like puppies into a a motel six uh but that's pretty standard for because it's so expensive yeah, the oh, rooms yeah. are like crazy. If you can get one, it's insane. Oh God, you're happy for them to rob you. Yeah, for <clears throat> we got this room through the uh, through the registration site, and at this point, I'm an old pro. I know exactly right. what has to happen. We list out our hotels. We get them figured out all ahead of time. So when the website opens, I'm already hitting refresh. So once it hits, this year I filled out the form and had it submitted in less than two minutes. And th there were people online I saw on Twitter who did it within like three, four minutes. They got dick. Wow. It's that fast if yeah. you want to get a, get a room. Well, let's see. Let's look at your history and see <laughs> how long it actually – I'm just there, saying it's right there. There, there will be right. many hotels there. Um, <laughs> most of them won't have my name on them, but – so we did that, though. We we put the ballast in the sink, and then they got mad because I'm staying with, like, three people. And they couldn't brush. They were, like, brushing their teeth over the tub. <laughs> and we're like, stay away from the ballast. Yeah, it's it fucks everything up. It's And I don't – we've only stayed in a couple of hotels here, you know, ones with a cube fridge. God only knows where they are. Why can't they spring for that? It makes life easier. Yeah, yeah, I do. I miss I miss the mini fridge. We were really. Do you guys have one in here? No, no. We I would we we didn't get one either. But yeah, that we've always done that too. But yeah, it kills the sink. It kills your it kills the sink. Like you can't use the sink then. Yeah. But it's nice. It works out great. You fill up the sink and you leave the plug open, and so the water drain just throw more ice on there. Yeah. Super sweet. Yeah, but super it's super sweet. It's just the two of us and Amanda has her Chardonnay, which means I have to hump all the way down to fill up the ice bucket every day. It's just easier to have the big bucket. <laughs> Traveling tips. <laughs> Traveling tips. You should all be writing this down. <laughs> Travel with a beer bucket, kids. <laughs> it's a Travel with a beer bucket. <laughs> you certainly don't get any odd looks at TSA. <laughs> I'm the Martha Stewart of fucking drinking. <laughs> I would watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, and I just, my heart, like, went a flutter, and I was like, I would TiVo the fuck out of that. I could not get to record <laughs> as quickly. We're going to make that TV show. That's my elevator pitch. Uh, I can already picture power drill into the top of the box of wine, jam a crazy straw into it. Oh, yeah. It's a big juice box for the kids' soccer game. You can game. Capri Sun that bitch right up. <laughs> oh, Music to my ears. <laughs> what flavor is that? Sangria. Shut up, kids. 
What is it? What Mommy fl- needs some downtime. <laughs> yeah. What flavor? It's white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, box wine. How you've betrayed me. <laughs> it passed my first test. I didn't go blind. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me ask you, have you ever used one of the insides of those as a pillow, though? Funny you should there ask. Was a, too long of a pause. No, no, there. see... Um, in my childhood, and I do mean my childhood, uh, my parents would get boxes usually of the Franzia brand. Oh, and, uh, so they were wealthy. <laughs> and um, Look at Miss Moneybags <laughs> over here. <laughs> and, and, I'm we like, and she said that like it didn't mean any. It's like, <laughs> hello, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Yeah, they they, they you know, it was a big it was a big time. They moved from the Almaden jugs to the box of the Franzia. So it was a big banner day in the house. Uh, <laughs> but we we go to the beach with the boxes of wine um, because apparently you could drink on the beach in those days. And they would kill the the three leaders, <laughs> my parents and their friends, usually one or two. So between four people, they would kill the box of wine, and then they would take the uh, the bag out of the box and inflate it and said, "Here, kids." Here's a pool toy. <laughs> and so we, we called them cows because they inflated like an udder. Uh, <laughs> so your pool floaties yeah. were actually the insides of Frenzia boxes? Yes. So there's there's my next Martha Stewart tip. If you're a cheap asshole like my dad, <laughs> then you can you can repurpose the bags inside the box of wine to become a, a, a pool or waterside toy for your children. Also, kids, Coors Party Ball works great as a soccer ball. No reason to spend <laughs> any money. Works perfectly. I'm a barely functioning alcoholic, and I feel both of you should be telling these stories to a fucking professional. <laughs> I'm so sad for the both of you. It was like the best house. Oh, this floats, and I... Who needs a beach ball? <laughs> You know, occasionally you would take a bad hit because you'd get it on the spigot side in the face, but otherwise it was <laughs> when <laughs> when, you hear, when your childhood toys involve having to watch getting a spigot in the face. <laughs> Me, yeah, there should be. That's a story that should have been told <laughs> to a state social worker. What what happened, Amanda? My dad drank a box of wine and then I took a spigot to the forehead. <laughs> No, 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 because there would have been a conference before that. It would have been like, you didn't take a spigot to the face. You walked into the door. It's fine. You're fine. <laughs> you tripped and fell down. It was. I had no idea bike. my childhood was so <laughs> idyllic. It's... Mommy, mommy, that girl's water wings smell like Uncle Luigi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That is a fantastic <laughs> fucking story. Oh, God. Yeah. That is great. That is great. Crisis on Infinite Midlives, the comics <laughs> podcast that has nothing to do shit. with comics today. Holy shit. <laughs> now I'm wondering what would happen. I I, I want to finish that box of wine and bring the inflated... So wait, you guys got a beer bucket and you literally do have a bottle of wine? I can't see behind uh, Rob. Yeah, there's a box of wine yeah. in back of the console. Yeah, Al. <laughs> It's like the first thing we do. We land, we check in, and we walk out and get the booze to make sure we got it. I'm pretty sure that uh, you check for the ballistic uh, earplugs too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got I've got the ballistics earplugs. They're they're rated. Uh, I think it's like 32 decibels. Or decibels. Yeah, it's because I I snore like a man on a pool floaty. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
true. I wonder how close that would get to blacking out that pool floaty guy. Because that guy's got apnea. I bet nobody's fucking business. We're no more than two years away from guys out there with the stunk air compressors and freaking little rascals. They got a lot of security and stuff out there. But I'm telling you, I don't know how this camping out thing, I don't know how long it's going to go. I don't know how long it's going to go. I really think it's unsafe. This is not. This is. It's really nice during Comic Con. It's a real. But this is like downtown San Diego. There's a lot of homeless. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of homeless, like around like Petco Park and stuff. But there's so many people here during this time. It's incredibly safe. Like it's incredibly safe. But I'm telling you, this is. It's really sketchy. It's really sketchy in some areas. Like, when you're coming, like, driving, taking the, um, there's an actual straight up the street where the Bridge of Hopelessness is, that all those people are <laughs> limping over, walking to their treasures. Um, if you go straight down that, there's literally, like, this one little hobo shanty town. Oh, and they have, like, a little parking lot for their uh, carts. I am not making that up. I'm not making that up. Like, they have a little spot where they all put their carts so they can, you know, wander around and (laughs) Haley Joe Osman trying to get nickels (laughs) thrown into their cup. And then uh, when they go back, it's like where they park their stuff. It was literally like a parking lot for I we drove by it. I was like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, it's 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 a little bit of a it's sketchy area. But during Comic-Con with one hundred and seventy five thousand people staying here. The shuttle's running 24 hours to hire extra security. You're perfectly fine. Yeah, but even with that, it was a a couple years ago for the last Twilight movie. Some Twilight fan who was camping out on Wednesday got mown down in traffic. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Somebody, what were they doing in the traffic? I I have no idea. They were did they re- to... did it dawn on them that they were <laughs> a Twilight fan? This is my it's... life now. <laughs> Going into traffic. <laughs> yeah, I am literally camping out. It, it's like yeah, the old man into the desert. I have no value. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say about. Yeah. A, it's not my fandom. It's terrible, but whatever you want to do. But so yeah, you might not you know take a fucking old crow bottle to the head from a homeless, but. That many people there all night. Something's going to go wrong eventually. Yeah. Old Crow make pool floaties, Amanda? No. <laughs> See, glass generally... Ten High Bourbon, on the other hand, is a plastic bottle. So if you can get an airtight seal there, that will float. <laughs> Look at how Ron is looking at you. There was so much... <laughs> I just, I just want to give you a hug and say it's, it's okay. You can run, you can outrun your childhood. (laughs) Give me a hug. Bring me some Chardonnay. Can you with those pool floaties around your arm? I know it's those, (laughs) the dirt trash pool floaties are weighing me down. We got it. We should sell those on the internet. <laughs> you guys should have a gift shop for your podcast, and that should be the first thing you sell. This is Ramsey a pool floaty. <laughs> Million dollar idea, guys. No, Hello? I still think the question marks before profit are there for that. Traveling hotel beer buckets. Get on this shit. Hello. Finish box of wine. Make pool floaty. Like profit. Those- <laughs> 
Like those Devo hats, like those collapsible Devo hats. You have like a collapsible traveling beer bucket for when people are in the hotels. Actually, no, I, I'm I'm warming up to the, to the, the Franzia and Ten High because there's an interesting side effect. Oh, we got a new order. Better make another one. <laughs> nice, nice. What are you doing? I'm working. I'm working. It looks like you're just drinking box. <laughs> wine in your underpants out of the spigot. Get yeah, off of story. my pool, Floppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is a great idea. Yeah. I think that is a great idea. What'd you hit over there? What oh, no, it's just uh, I keep uh, whacking the laptop to uh, to keep it from going to, to sleep. To not show us your history? <laughs> I'm hoping to you know, sneak in a couple <laughs> stealth deletes. <laughs> the stealth delete. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best thing you guys have seen on the floor this uh, this round so far? At the the con? best thing we've seen on the floor, I think, was today was a cosplayer dressed up as Winter Soldier with a cardboard sign that said, "Who the hell's Bucky?" <laughs> that is nice. Yeah, it's there's been some good cosplay, but it, it's we, we're at the point we've been coming long enough. It's almost like there's stages of cosplay. The first couple of years, you're constantly taking pictures and. It's like, oh, that's cool, and now we're at the point where we sort of appreciate it. Uh, but then it's, you know, with everybody stopping to take the pictures, it's just, oh, fucking, can't you cosplay at some other convention, for Christ's sake? I'm just trying to get over over there. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bit. I'm uncomfortable with the word cosplay. I'm You're an old, fat guy that works at the library that's dressed as Princess Mononoke. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. I really. It's. Weird. It might just be me. It might be like, hey, you kids, get off my lawn. It's like you're a grown man wearing a a, a girl's dress. Yeah. So. <laughs> like I, you're just wearing a costume. I'm not gonna. It's, I ain't gonna church it up. I ain't gonna church <laughs> it up, boy. Yeah. There's. Uh, I think that there is a point where you go from play to deadly fucking serious. <laughs> and yeah. It, yeah. When you're dressed as Sailor Moon with assless chaps or whatever. Yeah. You're not having fun anymore. You're just trying to <laughs> s- make some voice shut the fuck up in that the back of your head. That is a cry for help. That yeah. is a cry for help. It is. It is. So, uh, yeah, it's not a great term. Some people put a lot of effort into it, and clearly they're doing it here as some form of... Expression. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even that. I'm sure some of them are doing, hey, look at me in my costuming, all Hollywood and TV people around. You know. uh, uh, yeah, it is. I have not seen. That one's a really good one. I haven't seen any good ones this year yet. Tomorrow is usually the big day for costumes because the costume ball. Right. Yeah, the, the masquerade, masquerade is tomorrow night. It, it, yeah, okay. That, uh, usually that day, like tomorrow, will be incredible for costumes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, today there were some weird ones. There was a woman that was wearing something that appeared to be um, a circular hoop with gray material and bender eyes. So that was that was her thing. It was more like like Bender and Oscar the Grouch had had a odd mutant child, but um, she was into it. So yeah, that well, was at the that was at the gender and comics. Uh, yeah, panel. Well, and then <laughs> and then there was the guy you pointed out with the YOLO T-shirt who was cosplaying as a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think my. My tweet was douche canoe. I yeah. Oh, <laughs> good one. Next year, uh, I'm actually going to wear a costume, though, I've decided, for the first time. Pool floaties and uh, <laughs> boxer <laughs> underpants. That's my 
That's my costume, I've decided. You will be sapped across the back of the head and wake up in that fucking parking lot with all the goddamn shopping carts. No, I'm not I'm not joking. I'm gonna dress like that next year. Start just... working on a box of wine for me, Amanda. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm Chardonnay. On it. Chardonnay. I'm working. If anybody asks me this year if I'm cosplaying, um, when I'm clearly not, I will say yes, I'm I'm currently a shill for the following because <laughs> our our bag has that the following. Oh my god! We always god. get like the worst bag. It's like er, there's there's Batman ones out there. There's ones out there for Gotham. Well, it's we've got like the following. You know, and for the <laughs> Hobbit. The Hobbit one I saw was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah for for people who haven't been to Comic Con, it's Warner Brothers gives out these giant fucking. They gotta be. Two and a half by two and a half, which you bags. need, by the way, because yeah. they just yeah. give you so much stuff. Yeah, so it's they're great for carrying stuff around, but uh, yeah, there's always a bunch of different Warner properties that they're hyping, and yet we always get the shittiest ones. I got Constantine this year, so I think I got you guys beat. And I might roll you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Rob has told me that that he is he's out on the following. I watch it just for the sheer like shit value, like. What what are they going to do this week? Like the world's most inept FBI officers like ever going after this serial killer and his cult following. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to drink every time somebody does something stupid. Oh, I'm five minutes in. I'm shithouse. Excellent. Like, did, <laughs> did you go to their panel? No, no. no neither did they. <laughs> Couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Worst detectives ever. You're right. No, wow, you know what? It's, it's in Hall H. <laughs> It's in Hall H on fucking Sunday. Is it really? The worst show in human history. Wow. You can see the light dying by <laughs> inches in Kevin Bacon's eyes. That's like, oh, God, I, that's the last time I signed. I thought I was leasing a car. I don't know what I signed, and now I've got to go do this thing. Please let Kira keep the closer on, please. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it is, it is kind of weird, too, because there is this strange thing that I think has happened that the studios kind of ruined Comic-Con made it the huge thing it is, and then they just kind of pulled out. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely, and we were talking about this in this morning's show, downtown is not built up to the point of rebranding storefronts and stuff like that that it, it has been just in the past few years. Oh, yeah, the Flynn's Arcade was crazy. Oh, yeah, that was Flynn's awesome. Flynn's Arcade was literally like the most crazy thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's... But they were all last year. They had the Godzilla thing where they took over some building. It was maybe two or three blocks up. It was across from the Blind Borough. Oh, okay. So it was over on Fourth, I guess. What the fuck is the Blind Borough? They have a a burger that they put chorizo on and in in in. And can't, oh no, they stuff a burger with chorizo. I think they grind it together. Plasma <laughs> hemostat. We're losing him. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I don't feel good about myself when I eat it, but it's it's good, and I only almost shit myself the one time. So <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't think they're going to sponsor the show now, but <laughs> it tastes good, and I ate it, and I feel bad. Yeah, that was that's the worst commercial for the Blind Burrow <laughs> ever. The Blind Burrow, yeah, I only shit myself the one time, just a little, just a little. It's it was on the, the pool floor. You said rinse it off. <laughs> the blind burrow. You best check every time you fart. Roll for constitution. The blind burrow. You might make it. You might make it. <laughs> the blind burrow. And run, fatty. <laughs>
<laughs> that is awesome. But, <laughs> so the Godzilla thing was across from there. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, just it was it was really Scott Pilgrim is what they definitely feel they got bitten on. They oh, spent but they so did. I mean, that's a fact. That's a fact. Twenty twenty five million dollars promoting it uh, at Comic Con the year it came out with some really cool shit. Did you guys go to that Scott Pilgrim experience? No. You could make your own shirt. It, it was. It was. It was really cool. It was really cool. Live band stuff. They had a screening. I, it, it was. It was incredible. It was incredible. Like, but yeah, and then that that movie. Well, it's the problem is I think that's when they finally learned something that is I had a theory about for a long time, which is there is a geek dollar ceiling. Right. And Scott Pilgrim was a niche property that everybody who was interested in it, who went to all that stuff at Comic Con, they were gonna go see it anyway. And that ceiling is twenty to about thirty five million dollars. Right. Which is what I've read as well. And they're all going to go no matter how much money you spend. It's a, uh, but yeah, it was a uh, Serenity, 20 million. Yep. Watchmen, 35 million. Um, what is, at any given time, there's a Scott list. Scott Pilgrim, of, like yeah. I think, what, 25? Yeah. yeah. So what's the point in doing that kind of huge marketing here? You can do a panel maybe for next to nothing. Yeah. And those people are going to go anyway. That's exactly what I've heard too. They're, they they are gonna go. They're gonna go. Like they know we're gonna go. If they they are they, they consider it like the geek audience is just it's built in. Yeah, we're gonna go. You're gonna go see Captain America: Winter Soldier. Like everyone yeah. at this con went to go see that. I promise you. Or the people that want to come to the con, they they're gonna see that. Like so, you're preaching to the choir, so to speak, and it's almost. You're almost like uh, a pariah if you don't go see something like that in this community. Like they're they're you're gonna go see it. Yeah. So yeah, they're wasting money. They're wasting money marketing it to us is what they discovered. Yeah. The sad thing is where I can see it working is from the very first one that really got the movie stuff in here. Something like Snakes on a Plane. Right. That doesn't have any direct geek appeal, but it had it got enough of an internet. Buzz, yeah, you put Samuel L. Jackson here, suddenly everybody's excited. But at the time, it was a novelty, which even we didn't know because that was our first con. It was, oh, Samuel L. Jackson's here. Well, we're here for the comic book shit, so who cares? But something like that might benefit from it. But even that, though, the the display that was down on the floor, it was tiny. You walked in, you walked out. That was... Yeah. Now it's like, you know, you you get in line and you you hope that you can get into the thing. And (laughs) yeah, they have Rocket the Raccoon ship in there. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we yeah. saw that. We've got Holy a picture of it. Yeah. Crap, that is awesome. Yeah. And the, like, it's awesome. Yeah, and they've always had stuff like that. That's half the cool thing. Because, yeah, it was a... First day was Lola from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. The Marvel booth always said they bring out the good stuff. Yeah, that's um, true. It was Captain America's motorcycle yesterday. Did we even get by there today? No, it was the motorcycle today. Oh, it was the motorcycle today. We, that, that's about when we, we hit um, our complete saturation point with being on the floor today, was we got just far enough to say, oh, it's the motorcycle. All right, we can't get any closer. Are you done? I'm done. Like, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> there's one day every year at the convention where the drunkenness and the exhaustion hit. And the time and, change. Yeah, yeah, and it's and our, our waves of rage and desperation 
sort of at any given point one of us is ready to just lay hands on people and the other one's the calming influence but those waves get closer and closer and we start to realize okay if we, if they match it's going to be <laughs> megatonnage and one of us is getting hauled out of here for you know elbowing someone in a little rascal into a yeah. fucking Man coma was just on the floor rolling around <laughs> screaming no more pool floaties yeah so. i cannot make any more pool floaties <laughs> I quit, I'm out. You're just grabbing at strollers. Your infant doesn't give a fuck about Winter Soldier. (laughs) And so then we sort of say, okay, it's time. This will be our day to leave the floor a little early, get something to eat, (laughs) and uh, maybe take a nap and uh, and and hope the violence doesn't ensue. We came back here, and and you know what? Even if you're not part of the convention at that point – sitting there where you are now i've got my twitter out i'm looking at jim lee's twitter account he's doing this scavenger hunt on twitter he's he's done like a bunch of sketches and he's just leaving them in random places around the convention and then posting a tweet saying here's a a clue you know and here's a picture of where it is whoever finds it first gets to have this sketch Wow, that's awesome so so after a certain you know we'd been sitting for about a half hour and then one came up i'm like Rob, I think this is downstairs. <laughs> so Yeah, it's, it's so yeah, we throw our shoes on and go downstairs and, <laughs> and we had already gotten it. And we find the thing. Well, that's the thing that killed me. We, we find the thing and there were one or two other people looking around. We figured somebody got it and I'm like, "Well, it looks like this thing." So, like, "Excuse me." I look in the drawer and some little shit looks at me and <laughs> like, "It's already been found." I'm like, "Oh, all right. Well, we gave it a shot." It's like, you know, I I broadcast on Instagram that it was found. I'm like, "I don't know you, fuckhead." <laughs> I wouldn't sorry, follow you to the you bathroom are? if I was shitting in my drawers. What? Hey, what does your Instagram have? I, I wouldn't follow you to the bathroom <laughs> if I had just eaten at the Blind Burrito. <laughs> the Blind Burrow. Oh, whatever. Sponsors of the crowd. God damn it. I missed up the Does joke. his Instagram have pool floaties? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I've changed my... This show is being called Pool Floaties. There's no other way around it. There's no way. At this point... I'm gonna I'm gonna go for blind burrow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I need the intellectual property blind, suit. <laughs> blind burrow pool floaties in the way home. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I I love that that kid. Like, oh my god, the people that are kind of like, I've got like 460 followers on Instagram. How do you not know? <laughs> That they found it already. Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. For Christ's sake! Did you? With hello, Mister Fancy Pants. You know, we just happened to wander downstairs because it's here. You probably fucking kicked kids into traffic to get over here and look for it. Uh, there was some other artists too. I was reading about online that had like a sculpture somewhere, and yeah, it was like instantly found. It would, it would, it was like instantly found because I was like, oh, I gotta look at the. Oh, it's found. Yeah, yeah I, I hadn't heard about that one. But yeah. that's one thing that's really improved this year, the internet connection and the phone connection when you're in the con. Yeah, it is better this year. Ha- better. Did you notice that? Yeah. I mean, other previous years, it was like literally impossible. And it was one of the things I was telling people, it was really hard to figure out. There's so much going on. There's literally so much to go back to what you said earlier, that everybody has a completely different comic-con experience like two people can go and it's there they can be nothing like each other yeah nothing like each other because there's like a lot of my friends are hitting like the parties and stuff like that they're not even really going to many of the convention stop or to to you know they'll walk the floor and stuff but they're here for like the things that are going on now 
You know, like there yeah, was a the- huge Sin City party last night. Uh, and I was getting texts from people, hey, can you get me into the Sin City party? I'm over here making pool floaties, motherfucker. <laughs> you think I know Paul Rodriguez? I don't even know his name. What is it? We, we, <laughs> we were we were so close. <laughs> it should have followed us in. We tried to crash a party once. <laughs> so once. So, once. And what we it was a learning experience. What we learned is don't get staggeringly obliterated before you try. When you try, don't get out of the cab directly in front of the place. And when you get out of the cab directly in front of the place, don't stare directly into the eyes of the bouncer and then stop in front of him. Wait and see what he says. Yeah, I think there's a lot of holes in that plan. Yeah, it I didn't was work. drunk. Yeah, it didn't work <laughs> it was out my so idea. Well. We, we were over at Elephant and Castle, and it was coming up on like 11.30 you or something. You just eat at the weirdest places. <laughs> The at Blind Borough. <laughs> what was that other place you were talking about? Nikki Rotten. Nikki Rotten. Yeah. Which they burned to the ground or something. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> some kind of uh, ownership duel. Or... There, yeah, there, it's it's closed for construction or something right now. Um, <laughs> Rob, Rob was hard, heartbroken. Heartbroken. <laughs> I want my patty melt and my fucking tater tots and my stone arrogant bastard ale because it's a combination that really leads to fun shit. <laughs> it's just enough of a base for the high toned ale that you can really get yourself in trouble. The- I used to do that before preview night <laughs> when, <laughs> when you could still kind of walk around, just get obliterated and just roll around. And I would climb on the fucking Java statues, get my fucking picture. And, <laughs> But after about three years of it, preview night became so crowded. It was uh, after 15 minutes of one more fucker touches me. It's going to be fun. You were right about preview night this time. It really wasn't. The last two preview nights I've gone to have been amazing because there haven't been very many people. Yeah. It's been yeah. nice. It has not been that bad, particularly this year. There there yeah. was a couple years where it was like any other Saturday yeah. in the mid-2000s. Today felt like a Saturday. I'm, I'm fucking yeah. actually dreading tomorrow. <laughs> I'm yeah. like a little like, holy fuck, tomorrow's going to be awful. That's why we're going to try to get a half-decent night's rest. Sure we are. He he says, looking at her, going, yeah, all right, so when we're done with this, we're going to the Hyatt bar, right? (laughs) That was my thought, because I figure everybody is probably going to do the Eisners and then go out to their own parties, so the Hyatt should be free and clear. You guys are idiots. We're going to the Blind Borough for some (laughs) churro. (laughs) This is what we're going to do. I've already got it mapped out. We're going to the Blind Borough. Okay, and then it's a death match to see. We're all putting ten bucks in the middle of the table. Whoever shits themselves first has got to pay the tab. That's all. It'll be me. (laughs) Delicate. Oh, my God, we're going to the Blind Borough. We're so fucking going to the Blind Borough. You guys talking about the Hyatt Bar. But I might want, like, duck confit sliders with my overpriced Chardonnay. Are, uh, what? Even <laughs> words, w- woman. <laughs> I want, I want pool floaties and churros. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you've convinced me. Let's go to the Seven Eleven and get those stuffed Frito thing. Oh, what the hell Jesus is that? God, oh, yeah, the, the, the Dorito burrito. puff things. All right, we'll, we'll get the we'll we'll get a flask. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter had the best thing to say about that, and I forget who it. I think it's um, Chris Sabella um, at Xtop on Twitter. As the writer of Dead Letters, yeah, had this tweet about it. It's like, you go to the Seven Eleven, and and they're just like pushing those Dorito things on you. He's like, oh, you're in here getting a pack of cigarettes. Clearly, you don't care about your health. <laughs> so <laughs> clearly, <laughs> you have given up. <laughs> I think that was him who tweeted that. <laughs> 
All right, we done? Uh, no? We still going? Wine <laughs> Burrow, motherfucker! <laughs> and Stone Ales! How long have we been going? Oh, holy shit, we're at an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, 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 we're done. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Anne came in. It's like, this is going to be a short one. And then said, yeah, it just didn't work out. It's it, pool floaties. It ruined us. It just, <laughs> pool floaties just gave us a place to go. It pool was... floaties ruined us. Pool floaties ruined our fucking childhood. <laughs> I have, I have fond scene. memories. <laughs> okay. <sighs> no, the, there is one last thing forgot to talk yeah, about. What? You're actually in a. Movie oh shit! That's yeah, I totally. Yes, yeah. It's, a, uh, it's called Out of Print. Out of Print. Out of and... Print, directed by uh, Julia Marchesi. So porno. It... Oh, <laughs> you <laughs> fucking coward! <laughs> a pox upon your pool floaties. Look, it was a, it was a slow pitch that I gave to myself, and I feel okay about it. That's what you're calling. Why don't you just <laughs> talk over me and tell me? Because it actually it looks pretty interesting. As somebody who mostly watches movies in like home theater and. Yeah, you talked a little bit about you know the theaters are nice in L.A. Yeah, and they, they, they in in Boston it, it's regularly a scumbag over here on his BlackBerry and another scumbag over here who's rifling fucking juju bees at the back of your head and <laughs> so we don't go to the movies a lot because it kind of sucks. You have well, to. I, I, I gathered that you. since they haven't yeah. sold juju beads in <laughs> well, theaters since 1947. <laughs> uh, I'm old. <laughs> I'm pickled, you might say, but. Uh, yeah, it's a documentary about the New Beverly Cinema, which is a revival house in uh, Los Angeles that has been there a long, long time. And uh, they are stopping uh, the production of prints. They don't make prints anymore. Um, every studio, it's just they're just making DCPs, which is uh, the digital cinema package. Okay. And uh, places like the New Bev and... Some other, you know, theaters like that. Uh, the digital stuff's real expensive, so they are just going away. They're go- the those people are not going to be able to show because they're not giving prints out anymore. They're not even making them. A lot of the modern, except uh, God bless him, Chris Nolan, who was at the Comic Con. Uh, he shows his stuff on film. Okay. Uh, like, you know, The Dark Knight and all of his films, they actually had to put the projectors back in because <laughs> that's the only way. And bless his heart. He likes the way it looks. And uh, it's a, a great documentary. Uh, a lot of really great people in it. Uh, Patton Oswalt is in it. Uh, a lot of directors. Uh, Edgar Wright is in it. Uh, Kevin Smith, who we spoke about today. Uh, was in it. I'm trying to Ryan Johnson, who's going to be directing, I believe, episode eight episode, and nine. Oh, a- yeah, at yeah. least episode eight. He might be writing and directing nine. He, he's involved in nine anyway. He's uh, definitely yeah. directing eight. Seven is uh, shooting, and Kevin Smith actually talked about going on the fucking Millennium Falcon. Can you believe that? Said he started crying. <laughs> you got to respect that when you're at the con hearing that story. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I would react to that. I know, right? Like, it, yeah, it's would... like you could not like, and I, I, and I actually do. I like him very much, but you could, it could be somebody you hate, and you would be going to like fucking, ch- and you would go like, yeah, all right, I got, I got to give it up for that. That's yeah. that's that's a huge moment. Uh, he has seen. There's like a little bit of a cut, uh, not a, of course of the whole movie, but there's like some scenes. Yeah. And stuff, and uh, Kevin Smith said, "It's it's going to be great." He said, "It's going to be Empire Strikes Back, great." 
That's and I think that I'm silent. just I'm just sitting here remembering what I thought about episode one and God I hope he's fucking right. Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, personally, I like clones and Seth. I just I I thought that they were fine. Clones is clones is better than Phantom Menace. Sith was better than clones. Let's be honest, falling down the stairs and popping your pool floaties on the way down <laughs> is better than episode one. Yeah, yeah, episode one yeah. is really I love uh, that story. Uh, Simon Pegg told about because he flew to New York to watch it and just just being traumatized <laughs> after he saw it and being so sad for so long and just couldn't even talk about it. I, I remember laughing yeah, so hard when a, I heard A few that episodes story. ago, uh, my buddy uh, who goes by Trebuchet uh, was a guest on the show and we talked about it. he and I had skywalking pneumonia the day it was released and came out of the matinee like we'd gone through the war. It's like, what just happened? Did we <laughs> like that? No. It, I had to see it one more time to be like, oh, oh, no, that happened. That's what that was. And, oh, God, no. I was uh, dating somebody at the time who was a, a lifelong Star Wars fan, and we went to go see a midnight showing, and uh, we came out of it, and he was he was trying to cheer himself. And, yeah, yeah, that was good. And I had to I had to remember he's a Mets fan, so he's just used to cheering on disappointment. And <laughs> so this was right in his wheelhouse. And that's the Boston <laughs> fans, by the way, <laughs> telling you that that's a Boston fan. Hey, we got we got that's three a- rings. We're we're good for the we're good for the rest of our lives. A- amen. A- and uh, God bless. I think the whole world was cheering for you guys to win that World Series. You certainly deserved it. It's that was an amazing moment. Like I don't think anybody that's got a heart wasn't cheering you on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, talk about that was a lot. It was quite a drought. <laughs> you guys it was. Just a few. So yeah, to get yeah. back to the movie, it, it it's yeah. it's really good. Uh, August 11th, it's going to be making its premiere at the Alabama Sidewalk Film Festival. That's going to be the big premiere for it. And uh, it will be shown um, on a print. They're actually, they have a 35 millimeter print, and that's how it's going to be shown. And there's some uh, incredible people in it uh, Ryan Johnson, um, Joe Dante, Patton Oswalt, uh, Edgar Wright. Uh, she talked to a lot of really neat people. Um, but one of the things that I, I really liked about the film is sh- uh, she talked to the people that go there. And what it means to them, just regulars at the theater. And I actually personally thought that that was like some of the best stuff that was in the movie. So uh, it's it's really good. I was really, uh, really happy to be a part of it. And uh, it should be coming. Um, I think that that is it's starting to get distribution now. So look for it. Visit the website. Uh, it's got a Facebook page and all that, a Twitter. And uh, it's great. Go see it. Go see it. It's going to be awesome. amazing. Okay. Yeah, if you can get those links, I'll stick them on the, the yeah, show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'll get you all those. All right. But yeah. I'm ready <laughs> uh, for a churro burger, motherfuckers. Hour and 37 minutes in. Why, why don't we go out and cackle at the people on pool floaties? <laughs> masturbate into a beer bucket. Uh, anything else we came up with? <laughs> I need to shit our pants at the burrow. Um, I think it, I think you covered all of yeah. that. Franzia, Broken Childhood. Shattered Dreams. Which is the name of my seventh album. (laughs) (laughs) You can also pick that up. All right. (laughs) Thanks for having me, you guys. Oh, thanks for being here. And thank you. And people, uh, please, the uh, out out of print, go join their stuff. 
and uh, Private Lessons DVD came out about three weeks ago. Awesome. Uh, Blu-ray, first time on Blu-ray. I was uh, lucky enough to do commentary track with Mark Hoyk and uh, a guy named Jackson. Really incredible guys. Uh, pick that up as well. It's a great movie from the 80s, and uh, I had a lot of fun. That's right, and I forgot to I do have to pick that up because I've never seen that flick. It's, it's great. It it's was one of those. one of the really good ones from the 80s. I, I actually liked it, which is why... They had me do the commentary track. It's 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 really fun film. See, the funny thing is, you're connected to the industry in this way, which like by six degrees of Kevin Bacon, in reverse puts all these industry people that much closer to just degenerate alcoholism <laughs> and terrifying waitresses. I feel good about would, this. You should. Do you, you know anyone that would like a, a Franzia pool floaty? Please. Yeah, let's. I can make them. Because. <laughs> If if we can get a couple of these bad boys on Blue Ivy's arms, <laughs> that's all we need. We quit this podcast shit. Just start rolling in coin. This will right. be go. But seriously, thanks for having me, guys. No, always thanks look for being to on. This this was I really love always uh, hanging out with you guys during the Comic Con. It's always so much fun. Yeah, no, although my liver fucking hates. yeah. Jesus, uh, livers are overrated. That's right. Just call it a strong week long workout. All right, so. Crisis on Infinite Midlife show, uh, episode, what, what are you 26. 26. Yep. Nice. You can find us at crisisoninfinitemidlives.com. You can find us on iTunes if you can leave us a review or something. Please this would be a, a real weird one to fucking review. But <laughs> are you out yeah. there? You can email us at crisisoninfinitemidlives at gmail.com. And I always at forget our Twitter. At Infinite Midlife on Twitter. At Infinite Midlife. Yeah, because that was real fucking hard to remember. <laughs> It was you, the same fucking thing that you just said. Three words. Systematic substance abuse. I do the best I can with it. But it's a handicap. All right. So, thank you for listening. I'm Rob. I'm Thanks for being with me. And, and uh, yeah, that's it. Derp. Derp? Oh, derp. Oh, derp. It, it, it's it's You know how movies have the clapper thing? Uh, I'm too cheap to have those, so I say derp. Burrow. Uh, <laughs> Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>